Just changing the topic. Shut Here. up. Shut up and sit down. Listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matthew Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Here is another Chinese proverb for you. A crisis is an opportunity riding in dangerous wind. If life is crazy upside down for you, make sure you always look for that opportunity. It's there somewhere. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Von Dering. I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance, the self-titled love machine In right here. Whoa. <laughs> self-titled love machine. <laughs> to his left, Evan Price. We are wow. We you guys really are dry. we are we are a dry studio today. No, never mind. J- Jake has his water. 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 Yes. And and Matt has his water with bubbles though. La I'm drinking in life. What? What? <laughs> you, you know what's funny? On the LaCroix can, have you seen? They on the bottom have zero sweetener, zero sodium equals. This is a math equation that they just put here. Innocent. Innocent. Yeah. I'm not sure how that equals innocent. It's math. It's but complex you, mathematics. If you put sodium into something, did you lose your innocence? Is that yes, what that's saying? That's exactly okay. what it says. Well, Didn't they get sued a few years ago about something sure related to like <laughs> them not being fully truthful about what was put in their drinks? Yeah, I would not good. be surprised if LaCroix is lying 100% about they were what's like, going in there. The real ingredients, rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> All the sodium. So much with, sodium. With sodium. Matt just lost his innocence. <laughs> rat poison. No sodium. Yeah. No sodium. <laughs> innocence. Is there sodium in rat poison? We don't know. We don't know. And last but not least, round out the foursome here, Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look better than I do. Believe <laughs> <laughs> it like that. The man drove here today. Yep. You walked in though, sort of. Yeah. Wept. And you're here. And I'm here. That's awesome. And I'm alive. All Progress, four baby. of us are here together. Did in you studio. lose? Did you lose any driving skills? Yes. Do you feel like really? I drove over did it here feel at weird like to drive? 15 again? miles an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, it did. It felt really weird to drive because yeah. I haven't driven in 20 days or something. And uh, and my foot doesn't, you know. Yeah. Doesn't the Tesla do all that for you, though? It's not cooperating with the brain. Tesla, take me to the cycling, to my favorite cycling shop. (laughs) It took me to a different store. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. 
That was really upsetting. Take me to a bar. So, for some it's, to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to have you here because it's much easier when you're live to talk over Evan than try to do it when you're. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. when, when you're trying it's, to. It's tough when, when Matt's not here to check me. In. I just don't shut up, and then <laughs> Matt, Matt can't do it over Skype as well. <laughs> hey Lance, backpedal. You raced this weekend. Go. Oh, uh, I did race my bike this weekend. I did the Gorge Gravel Grinder out near the Dalles, Oregon, in the Columbia River Gorge. Was it gorgeous? It was. Perfect weather. Good it weather. was like yeah. 65 and sunny. It was it was a great event put on by Chad Sperry and Breakaway Promotions. Um it I, we I we had a blast. It was a great day out there. Um different than most years. Uh there were like 700 people doing it. It was quite large. I wow. think they were 600 dialed people. They were at limits. Ooh, I will take that. About 600 dialed people. Jake has here. <laughs> he does. <laughs> No, that's okay. I've I've one at home. I should answer. <laughs> that means yes, yes he does, he does but he doesn't want to ask for it on the air. We got a whole bunch of them. Monsters stopped by. Really? I don't know why. I must have like heard this podcast. Oh, guy. the monster truck did. Yeah, they, they stopped by and like gave us a couple dozen. Seriously? Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Oh so my gosh. Can we, can we get a monster we sponsorship? So we're sponsored by Monster? <laughs> Apparently so. Well, Kirkland <laughs> hasn't stopped by recently, so I think Dang Monster's it. now our sponsor. Dang it. Good job, Monster. Okay. I will say that every sip of Monster that I've ever had has been absolutely flavorful and <laughs> took my energy to extreme levels. To 10 out of 10. And Legendary focus. And if you're listening to this right now, buy yourself a Monster. How's go. that? How's that for a sales? And pitch? if you're by yourself, well you're probably drinking monsters. <laughs> you're already, you're already <laughs> drinking monster. No, people are people listen to this while they're riding their bikes. They're not drinking monster. That's At true. Least, that's yeah. what I do. Could or be. driving their car. And then do they, they drank the monster prior to the ride? Is what <laughs> then they're looking for a bathroom. They're already four <laughs> monsters in. It's that touring. It goes straight through you. <laughs> this is this is not starting good. We can't we can't. No, all we four of us are here, all the same and we can't get like one like Lance, thought out. Lance, thought. Lance was racing bikes. Stay on target. <laughs> oh, You're yeah. off target. Quick, quick, quick grab Okay, I, I did the gorge gravel grinder. I did the same race last year, and there was maybe. 250 people in it last year. It was very small, and this year was almost 700 people. So, is it just the weather? That's a great um, sign. It was. It was partially COVID and what the city could allow. I they hit their limit. I mean, they oh, couldn't okay. let anybody else in, and I think it had to do with parking in the size of the city doofer. So, I'm going with doofer as pronunciation. Nailed it. Um, I, I you know, it, I did a 67. I there was a. Big grinder, medium grinder, small grinder. I did the medium one. It was like grinder. 67 nice. miles and 6,000 yep. feet of climbing. So it wasn't... It the meat grinder. It was the meat grinder. <laughs> medium meat grinder. And I, you had fun? I had a blast for the first two and a half hours. <laughs> that was the last part. The last did you, part was did you have any? Did you have any crashes? No. Okay. There you go. And do you have any like bike technical... Problems. No, okay. no, I had That's no, good. yeah, I, I actually, I had some cramping in the last hour, which is kind of expected when you're too much monster in your system. Doing, <laughs> there's like, there's like a Never 10 mile climb in there. There's not a, there's a 10 mile gravel climb in there that, that the, it's steep. It's not steep. There's it's like, long. there's like six miles that is pretty steady. And then it rolls at the top for another four miles. And so it's, it's just long and like, 
last year I did it in like 55 minutes and this year under better conditions and better gravel conditions it took me an hour and 11 minutes so I was not faster so just blame your tire year. blame your tire pressure that's right <laughs> wrong, not tire your fault. Pressure. wrong tire pressure <laughs> not your <laughs> fault dude the sets were fantastic <laughs> I had a riot I had yeah. a blast I ended up in the top third of the masters men yeah. field so you know, there was a hundred people. So beginning of the season, good work, clicking yeah. them off. Yeah, top thirty, baby. So I was, I will have thirty six. Oh, <laughs> you're in the so middle third, buddy. Was, I'm in middle the middle third. third. I'm in the top of the middle third. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. super fast middle third. <laughs> Just give us a percentage. Just go with the percentage. <laughs> we uh, we had lots of teammates out there, which was very fun. There were thirteen dialed members that raced nice. uh, yesterday, so that was really okay. fun. Pretty now there were supposed good. to be sixteen. Me being one of them, yep. I couldn't race. And they yep. wouldn't let me transfer my. That's all story but they wouldn't let me transfer my entry because yep, it was too late past their transfer like deadline two days too late and just Whatever. too much work for them to call the chip timing company and have someone else fill out a waiver but i digress um who else wasn't there that was supposed to be there i don't know huh. oh um mike hansen okay mike hansen um, gotcha. was uh, mike hamness there no mike hamness wasn't either so there's the three yep there you go yeah gotcha that's good so those guys would have whooped you so they would have whooped me <laughs> so bad <laughs> Yeah. That's so, good. It's good that they know Shane. So <laughs> they had some good too. Um, had been thirty eighth. Ed and John both had pretty darn good days. Uh, yes, very, very good days. Very good days. Yeah. So, um, and David Barna had a great day out there. Oh, Barna was there too. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. So, yeah, Paul John Wansau. Yeah. John Wansau actually yeah. made the podium in the small it. grinder. Oh, seriously? Yes, sir. Yep. Dang, good work. So good for him. So it was. It was a ton of fun. It you know, big mass start event, festival atmosphere afterwards with. With people wear food. Anyone and wearing masks music. Or, or masks over? No, masks were People are like lighting them on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They've got the bra on fire in one hand and the mask on fire in the other <laughs> hand. Right. But we are still getting toilet paper. Still got to stock up on toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah, we're going to hoard toilet <laughs> <For> paper. For different <laughs> reasons. <laughs> it's a totally different game. Supply chain. Yep. <laughs> Too much monster. Too much. <laughs> so yeah, I had a blast. It was a good time with lots of teammates. I went out the night before with Ian Gibson, a teammate. You guys um, tie one on? And Get hammered? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we <laughs> one up. <laughs> Oh. At a bender. <laughs> we parked our vans next to each other down some random gravel road. Does Ian have a, a, a van? He does. Like a, that sounds like a country song. It does. <laughs> we, had a, we had a great time. So it was a good time. Lots of fun. Enough about me. Nice. Cool. Evan Price, you also raced this weekend. Yeah, me and Jake got to hang out yesterday. We did. In the sunshine. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I got a little sunburn. It was great. Yeah. Uh, we were at the... Uh, not we'll, we'll say the start of the multi-sport season for Y Racing, which is our yep. local uh, race organization. Our favorite. Our favorite. They, I just they get are. They're so, our favorite triathlon. I get race so pumped about local racing these days. As I get older and older, I get less excited about like big national events and more excited about like yes, local racing is starting. <laughs> this so much is, more fun. It is, and there's less pressure. It's, and it's yeah. just like honestly, like. You it just can laugh, you can laugh through the whole thing, and, and you also go out there and you realize, like, oh yeah, these are people like you consider friends and stuff. But sometimes you don't see them for like a few months if they're in the it's racing true. world. But and Scott you go there Goodrich, and get to see. You probably hadn't yeah. seen Scott Griffin oh, yeah. in a while. But yeah. You probably saw him there. It was great seeing Scott. You know, catching up with race, everybody. Yeah, he did. He he had a good solid race. Um, but yeah, it was. I am in the the throes of trying to manage my training schedule to be around twenty four to twenty six hours a week, and learning how to race during that has been fun. So it was actually not my legs did not feel as bad as I told Jake they were going to feel prior to the race, because I literally did my warm up jog after helping Body Mark, which was a blast. I loved Body Marking. 
That's so oh, funny that you are body marking I, people. I had That's this fantastic. going. I had this going joke that na- was crushing it with anybody over the age of forty-five. <laughs> so it was because I, right. I have to ask how old somebody's turning before the end of the year when right. I go to body mark, and I thought I was like, man, this is I'm like a bad early Jerry Seinfeld comedian where I'll just say the same joke over and over oh, again yeah. and hope that it gets a laugh or two. Oh, you should. And Absolutely. nail it like one out of nine times. That's and it's good numbers. Those are good <laughs> odds right there. But you gotta I, keep rolling with that. I basically man. stick with that joke. I, I basically would ask like you doing the duathlon? They're like, yeah. So I put the D on the left calf. And then my next question was like, hey, I know this is pretty rude to ask from you know a 30 something year old man, but how old how old are you turning next year? And then I'd stop him real quick and be like 31 or 32 to somebody who is definitely not turning 31 or 32. <laughs> and that crushed we were like, killing it. Yeah. Killing it with like 10% of the ladies over the age of 50. But it was it was a stupendous day. You probably got a couple phone numbers then. I'm I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cassie yeah. was very jealous. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie so. was also body marking. Cassie was actually at home uh, cooking Greek Easter dinner, which I helped oh, with the day before. Cool. And then she commandeered the entire thing and right. put on an awesome, corrected. awesome she corrected dinner. What, yeah. She, yeah. Everything I did bad, she redid. Mm. But, um, yeah. So, you know, had blast body marking, got to see everybody, jumped to the race. There, every single time I do a duathlon, there's always like a couple collegiate runners up front where I'm like, all right, these guys are going to blow their matches in the first 5k for sure. And then not, and then realize that riding a bicycle is hard, but, and and then their second 5k is ugly. Oh, usually rough. Yeah. But there, there there was a kid there who, uh, I think he ran for green river is what he was telling me called green river. Um, like a 30 and change 10 K or so fast guy who raced smart. He went out with us and then dropped off me after the first mile, probably realizing that like, hey, duathlon's a long way. I probably should not like burn all my matches in the first 5K. So he actually Still, raced pretty smart. That is, I mean, like he could have dropped you and he was like, I'm going to let him yeah, go. Yeah, he did. That's crazy. He did because he is a, fa- I mean, I am not a 30 mid 10K and that's what he is. So he's fast. But um, you're not that far off, but still. He was there. Yeah. But I mean, still, I mean, pure speed wise, that kid's going to smoke me. But especially um, in the first mile. Yeah. He's probably used to going out at 440. Yeah. I, I think so. We, we like went out pretty fast there was a guy who's new to portland who was second um who's going to be a pretty good bike run guy i only got him by like four or five minutes in this race so he's a he's a good solid bike runner says he wants to road race so i'm trying to like get him on the brag there four or five minutes through that in there so so i lost a bet by four or five i lost a bet though because i beat him by an hour and a half with my with, race time was an hour and a half. With people I was talking with before the race, they were saying, uh, how much, if you had to say, how much are you going to win the race by? And they were making me say, I was like, okay, I think I'll win by 10 minutes. So I was half wrong. Literally, <laughs> this guy was five minutes Wait, closer to me than I thought he was going to be. You, you called yourself out to win by 10 minutes? That's similar to what Josh won last year by. So I was like, yeah, it'll just be about think, 10 minutes. <laughs> did, I, was it Scott Goodrich who got second last year? Yeah. He beat him yes. by 10 he minutes? going to show up. Yeah, right. It was around 10 minutes, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Scott got Scott's fast last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh got, like, Eric Lagerstrom could have come up year? and done it. Yeah. Eric, anybody can just Eric could have smoked me by five minutes in that race. I'm <laughs> sure he could. I mean, Paula, he would have. Paula could have come up and then smoked you by 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That 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 would have made me feel very sad if that <laughs> if that would have happened. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. to see that. But, no, it was, it, was, it was a fun day. We had, um, That'd be worth watching. We actually had a decent amount of, with the cycling team, so if we, if we had, what, 15 people racing for the, 12 people racing for the cycling team, I think we had six guys out there, six people out there for the triathlon team yesterday. We had John Hoffman had a great day. Scott Macbeth had a good day. He was out there. Nice. Um, Maddie Wick. Maddie Wick. Okay, cool. Uh, Braden, uh, Crystal's yeah, son. Braden, yep. yep. Um, who else was out there? God, you? I'd have to think of something. Me, yeah. 
Uh, a, oh, a Ruth team. Fisher. Ruth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ruth was there. Uh, yeah. Jake, yeah. you were out there pumping Jake tires there. and uh, tightening up headsets. Yeah, I was. I did a little bit of wrenching, actually. Did you? Did you really? Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, is it like nine, uh, 99% like, well, we need to release a little air out of here? You know what's funny? Let me, 120 let me, PSI. Yeah. What's proper protocol here? I don't care either way, but just no, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. you show up to a race and you need to put air on your tires. You walk in up and say, hey, can you put some air on my tires? Or you say, do, I, do you have a pump can I, I can use to, your pump? to put some air in my tires? Which one is it? You would be surprised how many it's, triathletes don't know how to oh, actually shit, put air in their really, trials. That's I not have been at a lot I of borrow your stuff? pump. That is what <clears throat> is yeah. expected. You go to a May cycling race, pump? Oh. mountain, gravel, yeah. road. Can I borrow your pump to put some air in my tires? Sure. Every time I go to a triathlon-related event, yeah. hey, can you put some air in my tire for me, please? Sure. How much air do you want? And half the time it's like, I don't know, what do you recommend? Or it's like, you know, some like ridiculously high number. I'm like, it's <laughs> because it's mm. the third time they've ridden. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Just third, that, 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 that was kind of interesting. Optimistic. Third is optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I just through numbering probably could tell you five or six people off the top of my head that told me that was the first time they were going to ride the bike that they were bringing with them oh, that yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. And there was a couple and people not, there. And, and not new bike day. This is like, yeah, I, I haven't ridden a bicycle in a good long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this that's, is, you know, that's bold preparation. This is, <laughs> is going to hit on our topic. It is. It is. Maybe. It's it is. Yeah. Triathlon is very welcoming to new athletes. Yeah. Yes, and, it and is. I'm sure, I bet you Jake was very nice and polite yes, to every single person. Oh, yeah, I oh, don't yeah. mind. I just think it's kind of You're interesting. like, go to hell. Pump somebody. Yeah, pump pump, pump yeah. your own tire, Jack. <laughs> Have you ever ridden a bike before? Well, there was yeah. one gentleman who came up and asked me if I could put air in his tire, and I asked him, I'm like, oh, the pump's right there. Go ahead. It's because I was helping somebody else. But while yeah. I was helping somebody else out, he rolled up and said, hey, can you put some air in my tires? While I was already helping somebody else, I'm like, hey, you can do it yourself, buddy. <laughs> he didn't and know how. He, he didn't did know what know he was how. doing, and I had he to go over there and help him. <laughs> he didn't know how to work the, the press valve. But um, Is yeah. there a, any more emasculating moment than the moment when you realize, I do not know how to actually put air into this bicycle that I just brought up to this other person? <laughs> Hope yeah, you don't get a tire, flat tire yeah. out there. Flat tire. Flat tire is it. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not even like in the same ballpark. Like <laughs> changing, changing a tire versus putting air in the tire. It's a whole nother level. Well, it's like, do you know how to check the oil in your car? Yeah, Matt. Yep. Check the oil. In I can Tesla? check the oil in a can, Tesla. In a Tesla. <laughs> I can check the oil in the Tesla. Yeah. I know how to check in my Honda. If you if you hand me a Tesla, I'd be like, I have no idea yeah. what I'm even there's operating. A of, right there's now. a lot of oil in there. battery oil? I don't know. You gotta go deep. Yeah, so, you gotta really <laughs> dig for it. Really dig, get in there. Going uh, back to the race yesterday, just I want to throw out a couple things about Evan. It was it was fun being on the sidelines watching you. You have no idea how many people were ooing and eyeing over you going, holy crap, look at how fast that guy is going. Yeah. And Evan even the announcer. Guys. This is why we need Eric Lagerstrom there to just destroy me. So people are like, wow, thing. he's not that Everything's fast. What's the announcer's name again? Um, 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 guy's the nicest guy so in the nice. world. I yeah, can't yeah, believe I, I forgot. But he was just like he's the whole so time, he's just like yeah. calling out like, I think his pace is about this and he's there and his, nice. his gapping is this. And he's so a nice guy. Evan came into the first transition with a 25 second gap. On top of this other guy, this this Portland new, newbie moving. guy, he yeah. was moving pretty good. And Evan did his normal transition, was in and out of there in a reasonable amount of time. For me, the other guy, I don't think ever stopped running. He went through transition, breathe. and they called out that he finished transition in ten seconds. How do you uh, do that? 
<laughs> no, and no joke. He, he rode literally his bike flew, in his running shoes. That's how. There. No, no, he he switched shoes. He I don't know. He must have literally <laughs> his removed the shoes in one flawless movement and went into. He this. got in and out of there so fast that like when they left, there was a 10 second gap between Evan and him. He got yeah. you by 35 seconds. Yeah, in transition. Yeah. It was he ridiculous shot, how fast that guy got through there. 30 second gap down to like so a couple meters. <laughs> they get on the bike. They they have to run out and they have to get up on the road. Evan clips in and that guy's 10 seconds behind him and we're all hmm, I wonder what kind of a day that guy's going to have on the bike and if he can keep up with Evan because we know how fast Evan can move yeah. and so how, how many miles was it 13 one 13 yeah, yeah 13 miles 13, yeah so it's basically the Jack Frost Michael Myers time Same trial yeah. Yeah. route and Evan goes out and I'm like I think Evan's going to do just fine he comes back and put over two minutes into the guy <laughs> Evan averaged <laughs> like over 29 miles an hour oh my gosh that was Evan. their their measurement was off though my average I think was closer to 27 moving average was I think that they had that off the older course so it was closer to 14 miles for that course oh. but moving wise I think I, I, I was a little over 27 which was weird because I kept on looking down at my speed and like the legs did not feel good, but you're moving fast. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it was just, just one of those days it, yeah. where yeah. you're like, actually, that's how every duathlon feels. You're like, wow, I feel like crap right now. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I think we're actually moving a little quicker than we thought we were moving. Yeah. But. So he puts in over two minutes on the guy on the bike and then goes out and does the second 5K and put another couple minutes into him. And it's always had a great day, Evan. Good job, buddy. I was more, the, the, this, the thing for me is I'm realizing my top end speed, I still need to work like, and Matt, and Matt knows like at the level I want to be racing at my top end speed needs to be, I need to be going low fives for those five Ks. But that second five K actually felt easier yeah. than the first. Yeah. Like that, that was when, and I was running close to the same mileage. Yeah. It was That's like, just your fitness. It's just, I've been training. They for said as much training. too, yeah. that you yeah. were running faster in the second five K than you were in the first. Yeah. So the guy on the, the lead guy on the bike is this older guy. I feel so bad. I forget his name. Nicest dude in the world. He was like perfect bike pacer on that tough kind of like flowy trail that they have in the back. So the backside of the uh, spring classic Are you duathlon talking is about on the run part. Of yeah. the second run. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 well, the first and second run both go through this like real flowy trail, which is actually a lot of fun to run on mid race, but definitely it's not like made for speed. You're just kind of like flowing the whole time. It's just like right, left, this is right, Vancouver left. Vancouver Lake. Yep. It's is the this... backside. Okay. I don't know. Um, as you're going towards the rumble strips, there's a trail back there. Okay. Yep. Cool. Really nice run trail, actually, to be honest. But oh. super shaded, and he was cranking on his e-bike going through there. And like, oh. full, I mean, he was full, because there was a bit of me that was a bit worried. I'm like, this is going to get a little when hectic. Yeah, because it's kind of like single track stuff. It's like yeah. tough. Like, I was thinking, I was like, I wouldn't be able to ride my mountain bike on this super fast, for sure. Yeah. But he, he did an awesome job. Hey, Matt, backpedal. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, I mean, I have, I have nothing. I sat on the couch. Cranked out some videos. Drank a beer. I drank a had some sort of like beer yesterday. I can't remember what it, it was. A Laurel Woods, Sunshine, Sunshine Daisy. Wait, your like backpedal is that you drank a beer? Yeah. <laughs> no, beer. your videos have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> made a video. Made a video about it. Your, Perfect. Your, your videos yeah. have been really nice. I made like, um yeah the Hammerhead Crew video. Yeah, yep, that's good. And uh, the shirt, the time shirt, that shirt mm -hmm. video. Yeah, everyone hated that video. <laughs> I thought that was a great everyone video. Hated that video. No, the video's fine. It's just yeah. like people watching the video were like, oh, you know, it should have been more scientific. And I'm like, okay, fine. And the people, more that, scientific. The, the people that, you know, um, were from like the time where people were like, well, you know, we thought you were a little sad that you you know, didn't tell more people to like just buy the thing. You know, like it was <laughs> not exactly that, but like they were like, it was fair, fair <laughs> review, but... You know, like they weren't pleased with your video. They weren't pleased. They wanted to sell more. They wanted. They, they were wanted, thinking. They were thinking that I was just gonna be like, shut up and take, our, take our money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I was like, you know, this is expensive, and a lot of yeah. people don't need it. That's you know, kind of like 
what I said. And I was like, it's and really if you about, do need it, I mean, like, I think, it would be I think, great for Evan, I think you right? made yeah. actually a great point though that when we're talking about ease of accessibility to numbers that would be useful for a coach to look at for you. Yeah. I think it's a great product. And I, and I think right. that you said that in there too, but they need to make the product more user-friendly in the yep. way that it needs to be more um, immediate results. Yep. It doesn't, they, they need to for sure set up a system where they're not like, oh, we'll analyze this and get you this back in a week. Yeah. Like it, it needs to be immediate and it needs to be something that as a coach, I can look at and be like, what were the percentage of time in these zones? Don't make me actually look right. at the data and Should like- report all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and they know that and they're working on it. And it's yeah. just like- Once they clean like that up, I, people, I would like, tell my athletes to get that. I really would because I mean- Got, got like, guys who like my goal is to go to Kona. I'd say, like, right. yes, you need to get a product like this because I'm not going to tell you to prick your fingers and take lactate testing like right. I do for myself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's if you're at that level, then this shirt makes sense. But then it's like 30 bucks a month isn't a huge deal. But if you're trying to decide between this and buying a bike, which is like someone sending yeah. me a message, I'm oh, yeah, like, buy the bike. Buy a bike. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just, I, I got that message and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to tell you to buy some. What product. they should be doing is selling that to programs that work with pro or high level athletes, yep. and then you distribute them out to the athletes. That's that. That's when it's useful because mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, I love lactate testing because those numbers to me are what I can look at physiology wise. But most people are not going to be like, yeah, I want to prick my fingers at home. So yeah. they're not going to send you the updated model for <laughs> the next review. Next review. <laughs> they, who knows? I mean, they might. I think this is one of those companies that could get purchased. I don't think it did anything bad for them. I think that no. it, it spotlighted. It was, it was a good, good information. The other thing is no one watched that video. It's like one of my worst performing videos because no one's searching for a shirt that tells you your ventilation thresholds. It's like the whole point of them doing a video like this is to basically get the word out. And it's just, it's hard. I mean, again, I don't think you said anything bad about nope. it. I don't think that it was any disservice was to them. And I think that they could probably use that video in some of their, uh, their marketing attempts. They could they, send that out they and say, need hey, to check start this marketing out. themselves as a, option away from metabolic testing so they right. need to say like at home metabolic testing is how they need to start marketing themselves are, are they completely truthful in saying that no but who's ever completely truthful in marketing like i don't think that that's far off no i think it's close yeah no i think i, I think in, it's a fair assessment of somebody's metabolic zones in yep. a very affordable time efficient at home way yeah and the thing is is like you for you it's time efficient and affordable mm -hmm. someone else might see that and be like no way in hell yeah. and that's what the problem with making these videos is you're trying to hit this like broad audience yes. of people sure. that are like i'm brand new to triathlon mm -hmm. do i need this there's two percent probably like two no. percent of the audience needs yes it. Yeah. yeah and it's right. like you you, you kind of have to tell people exactly that and so the end of my video was like should you buy this thing and i'm like well and that's what i think killed them you know is they were expecting me to just be like yes or whatever and i was like <laughs> maybe and I, I'm, you know, I like, make I am videos. Jim. I, I have never done aerobic sports before and want to do a triathlon this summer. <laughs> Should I analyze yeah. my ventilatory zone? Like, actually, just enjoy riding your bike first. The same maybe. guy, <laughs> the same guy that was asking Jake about pumping tires, you know, he's yep. on there trying to decide if he needs this shirt. Yeah. I'm like, probably not. No, man. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. You don't, need, you don't need to. Like, would you awful. even know what you're looking at? It's like, no. It's like, okay, then don't get it. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. But they paid you thousands of dollars to say, buy this shirt. Buy man. this shirt. <laughs> Matt just signed Sell a million dollar out. deal with them. Yeah. Sell out. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> Jake, how about, about you? I rode a bike yesterday for the first time in 12 days. Whoa. <laughs> that was... You made geez. it two, over two hours, though. That, 12 that days nice off. When I got on the bike, I didn't... I've said this to a few people. I didn't know if I was going to last for five minutes or... Two hours. I had no idea. I, yeah. I literally could have gotten to like the end of the road that this the first road that I'm right <laughs> on. I could have like died. Yeah. You know, like my lung was going to fall out of my body. And uh, I actually, in the beginning, it was a little tight, a little coffee, whatever. You know, but yeah. it worked itself out. And I just kept riding. I'm like, all right, just go up to here, then go up to here, and then go up to here. I'm like, hey, 
things feel pretty good. So there you go. I did a normal little gravel ride and then some, and yeah. um, ended up being two hours and fifteen minutes. And the past, uh, the last half hour was, uh, I was a little bit of coughing on the bike. It was tight chest and and when i got off the bike for like the next two hours it was like <laughs> coughing attacks yeah. i did they gave me an inhaler so i was having to hit that and yeah but um i felt good i was happy to be out That's there good. it was a beautiful day beautiful. Really how was. nice was yesterday and then when you wake up to this it was tough crappy to rain again. i know right yeah i'm walking here i'm like i'm like i'm thankful every it's time so it's rain. like crappy and rainy out i'm like can't bike but look at that <laughs> look at that two feet of snow out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope you guys are enjoying it but uh, yeah. back on the trainer yeah. yes. lance has to ride inside <laughs> so but it was uh it was nice to get back on the bike and um i'm hoping that i can start getting back into the routine as yeah the, uh, the body settles down i'm still they have me on these uh steroid things for my it's inflammation the in there yeah, yeah. I've got the inhaler and I've got sleeping medicine, cough medicine kind of stuff that I have to yeah. take. And I'm taking all these allergy things as well to boot because I'm having an issue there. But um, I'm hoping that this week I can start getting back to uh, normal. So, yeah. yeah, cool. Hey, grand scheme of things, 12 days isn't too, too, too long. You've been through much, much longer down oh, period, yeah. much tougher down periods you know, and made it back. So, yeah. It was, I was, I've told a few other people this as well. Like last week was the first time in over a decade that I missed work, like a full day of work because of being sick. Yeah. I've gone home a little bit early. I've come in a little bit late, but I've always gone to work. And this was the first time. And I missed four or five days last week. I just, I was wrecked. I just stayed home. And yeah, yeah it is what it is. Stupid but, job. Yeah, people's yeah. eyes can wait. Yeah. <laughs> Champ Bailey, top five. Hey, Champ Bailey, are you here, dude? Champ is here. In the house. In the house. There was a bicycle race yesterday. There was a, a big, big bicycle race yesterday. The last of the five monuments for the spring classic uh, mm -hmm. season, Liege-Baston-Liege. It is roughly a 260-kilometer race through the... Did you know it's called Sprint of the Dying Swans? Did you see that <laughs> Wout Van Art article? No, Apparently, there are people who call Liege the, the, sprint, Liege, of the, the dying sprint of the Dying Swans. Well, it's still... It's, you know, 160 miles, and it's still like 12,000 feet of climbing it's there's rolling yeah. hills it's not it's just such a long it, day it's just a long day God. it was a uh, quite an exciting race uh with about 50k to go there was an extremely bad um very bad crash accident where it kind of blocked the whole road um tom pidcock went down maybe broke a broke finger, finger yeah. uh julian alphilippe went off the road and hit a tree it, l reading Bardet's report of that, you would have thought Julian Alphilippe died the way yeah. that he was describing it. I mean, really was describing it as like he was not moving. So Alphilippe yeah. broke a couple ribs. Um, he broke he his scapula. Broke, broke his scapula. Yeah. And that's a bad one. He punctured his lung and got a uh, pneumothorax. Jesus. And so he couldn't talk. So that's, that's why, why. That's why Roman, Bardet was so scared. Though. Yeah, Roman okay. Bardet. And Roman Bardet, not on his team, he had crashed, but he like ran down the ditch to Alaphilippe mm -hmm. because he was worried because he wasn't like talking or moving and he looked really bad. It was kind yeah. of, it was kind of cool that Bardet like, yeah. like went to his aid, even though they're That's on a, opposite teams. Yeah. Does that make but you a, a they're more both, of a fan? Yes, it does. They're, they're both, they're both I, yeah, French and I think actually know each other pretty well yeah. too. And, Bar, and Bardet is known in the Peloton as actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. 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 Very, very soft-spoken guy, but very nice. Bardet's French too, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're both French. They, yeah. they, they actually, I wonder how old Bardet I could be getting this wrong, now. but I think they actually race each other's juniors growing up. So they, they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, because uh, Alaphilippe, he was Quickstep's rider for the day. That's who they were protecting. He was hoping to do really well. He's won that race a few times. But because he crashed and was out, that meant uh, Evan's favorite rider, <laughs> Evan Paul. Uh, when I saw the result Remco. from this, 
I know now why yesterday Kit kept on texting me incessantly, like, have you seen the race yet? Have you seen the race yet? Have you seen the race yet? <laughs> like, no, Kit. So, that kid's a douchebag. I know, seriously. <laughs> I so, cannot stand Remco. I cannot stand this guy. Okay, before, before Matt talks about yeah. did you see the point during the race where the motorcar pulls up, like, kind of next to him, and, and they've got a camera yes. on him, and he's pointing to his head, I'm so smart, yeah. I'm, I'm such a crafty, like, I'm yeah. so, I'm, I'm the best. And, oh yes. Oh, my God. That was in the, like, Eurosports highlight thing. Yeah. That's how much of a D-bag this guy is, is that, like, his little moments like that, you're like, dude, just just ride your bike. You're really so fast. Just ride your himself. bike. I'm sure yeah. that there was like a collective eye roll in the Peloton. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they love him in the Peloton. So regardless, um, with 30K to go on near the top of one of the last climbs, Evan Poole just blasted past everybody. I don't no, even, no, 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 no. Oh, he, he went, went thermonuclear. thermonuclear. Yeah. <laughs> so sick of that term. Thermonuclear attack. It's like, wow. He did really. That's a lot of watts to go thermo. Did you watch it, Evan? I did. did. Yeah, it I was know. it was pretty impressive. Oh, I mean, he's don't, don't as much as I hate this guy, he is very good at riding bicycles. Like yes. this man can ride a bicycle. Well, we wouldn't be talking about him if he no. Was yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really, really. It's like cyclist. Cavendish. Whenever I'm like, oh, Cavendish is like awful for the sport. It's like, no, he's a great bicycle rider yes. that won a lot of races. But yeah. You yeah, almost kind of get the sense that Tom Pitcock has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, but he's he's still nice enough. Pitcock is like going through some stuff right now, though. But I, I yeah. like Pitcock so much better than Remco because to me, from what I've seen in interviews and the doc pieces on Pitcock, yeah. he's very he's very human. He's he's, he's very human. easy to relate yeah, to. He's, still. he's got yeah. a lot of self-confidence, yeah. but all of that goes away as soon as you bring Evan Poole into the conversation. Yeah. You're like, oh, Pitcock's the same. Yeah, <laughs> Evan exactly. Poole, this guy is the D-bag of he the is. whole entire oh peloton. God, true. Yeah. yeah, he's not very well liked. I'll make a, I'll make another Remco joke here. Is apparently whatever was in his back pocket when he fell off the bridge, sure. and you know had he he took it right before that thermonuclear attack. Right. I'm sure. Amphetamines amphetamines <laughs> are great these days. Where was the finishing bottle? I want to know. <laughs> Got to get him on quick step the with fin- Cavendish. The, the finishing bottle was taken. What was that? Fifty k from the finish. Right, fifty k from the finish. He took his finishing bottle. <laughs> yeah, well, I was listening to a podcast yesterday with um uh, with Justin Williams and Pace McKelvin. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I think it's not just amphetamines that can be in some of those finishing bottles. There's also sometimes oh, narcotics sure in them, like yeah, like like painkillers, pain killers, like yeah. strong so, painkillers. Um, oh my gosh! There was uh, there was one of the pro the ex pro guys was talking about the like serious painkillers mm-hmm. like tramadol or yeah. or it's Tyler. So, uh, what's his last name? Tyler. Yeah, Hamilton. that's the Hamilton? same. No, 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 no. EP, Tyler. E, uh, he was with EF. Yeah. Oh, Tyler Ferrar. No, no, um, Tyler, no, uh, he's the guy that his dad was a, yeah. also a he's pro, a, tra- a he's pro kind of cyclist. Very centric guy. Oh, what is his name? Yeah. From Finney. Taylor. Taylor. Thank you. But so there's, um, in the book Endor, which was written by the guy who was on the two hour project for Elliot Kipchoge, he talks about, uh, old European research that they did on cyclists with narcotics and there was crazy improvements and they're like 20 minute power wow. because obviously, I mean like think about what drives us to not push a little bit harder is generally the sensation of discomfort. Oh, yeah. You want to numb that sensation and give somebody an amphetamine. Oh yeah. You can go ahead and push 600 watts until your legs fall off at that point. Also not think clearly and, yeah. and, uh, and fall and, off a bridge. And fall off a bridge. <laughs> <Exactly. Nah. laughs> So what we're getting at is whatever Quick Step has in their finishing bottle seems to be great. Well, no, wait. 
<laughs> Quickstep had a terrible spring campaign. They did. They did have a. They did, oh yeah. They didn't Remco have like any saved results. their spring spring campaign because they only won the first. <laughs> did they only win? No, they only won. I thought Jakobsen won the first uh, technical uh, E3 or whatever, uh, whatever mm. that race is. I don't know. It's not one of the monuments. Quick, Quickstep did not have an awesome spring, basically. No, but no, they did not. So they need to they need crazy. to tweak the uh, ratio they have between. So Remco got yeah. away. He crushed it. It was pretty awesome. Um, there. Again, there was a group of like 10 or 12 guys that had Wout Van Aert in it. And so they really didn't want to pull it back. It also helped for, sucks for Wout. Remco. That sucks. For uh, but uh, Wout still was able to uh, come away with third place again, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Guess who was second? Quentin Hermans. Do you know who that is? No. Who's he is on? a cyclocross rider. Oh, really? Cyclocross is taking <laughs> oh, over. Cyclocross yeah. rider, and he uh, went out there for the so second and third were cyclocross second. riders. Yes, I'll right. still say Wout and MVP are cyclocross riders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so too. Brandon yeah. McNulty was in that group too, wasn't he? I think McNulty he was. He finished in the top he had a ten. Great spring. Yeah. yeah, he had such a good spring. The, the the young Americans had a great spring. That's like one Magnus, of the little yeah. understories of the spring classics this year. Was like we had a lot of potential talent yeah. coming up through the field right now. Yeah. Uh, what else happened in the world of cycling? There was a stage race in California, the Redland Cycling Classic. Yep. I don't have any of the results for that. I just know that it happened. It um, yeah. I don't recall any big name actually winning that um, because there's the a Gorge guy. Gravel Grinder was a big race. The wasn't Gorge it? Gravel Grinder. So the yeah, the women's race, it, the women's race was won by Sarah Sturm who is uh, in the Lifetime Grand Prix Fitness. Nice. Uh, her, her big thing, this is not one of those races, obviously. but uh, She's um, using it as a training race for that. She, yeah, she yeah. was. Um, I actually had a conversation with her because I met her when I was in in You're partially Scottsdale. Famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and she's, <laughs> Scottsdale. When I was, when I was in uh, Arizona at the Cactus Cup, I stopped and talked to her for a bit. And then when I, I saw her before the race, I'm like, Sarah, I she can't like, believe you came out here. She's like, guy. She did. She's like, <laughs> I, she's like, I recognize you. You're the guy I met in, in Arizona. Your she's mustache, like, though. Is you're not the guy with the stupid mustache. I'm like, yep, that's yes, me. Yes, I am. Absolutely, <laughs> I am. That is me. It's not the same as it was. <laughs> when you had that Your thing, mustache proceeds had like the mustache wax and it was coming like, all, okay yeah. for our listeners the mustache is in handlebar position it's yeah, not in it's tame it, it's not in it's quite what tame. Do we call that um when it's 1920s boxer position <laughs> 1920s boxer position that's when people it's are not like, in hipster position you could say i remember you yes that is, that is a memorable yeah. mustache the, the, the viagra position of his mustache the viagra position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did see uh, Becca Faringer. She was there. Yeah, um, nice. She has been struggling with um, concussion symptoms yeah. all the way back from her race at the beginning of the cyclocross season mm-hmm. last year. So she had got a very bad concussion. She's still having concussion symptoms. Uh, she won this race last year, and then I, she really shouldn't have even come, but she lined up, and she... Chadsbury had given her the number one plate, so she wanted to like honor that. So she showed yeah. up. She did not do the big grinder. She ended up cutting it short and did Good. the medium grind. She still took second in the medium grinder, yeah. even though she yeah. was she needs to be cruising. Those co- concussions. Yeah. I'm talking to you, Evan. Those it's scary stuff. No joke. It so. is not to joke around with. Yeah. Stuff. It is scary stuff. <laughs> uh, the men's race was won by a Bend athlete. Um, it was won last year by Peter Stetna, but Stetna is not racing right now because he, he broke his yep. wrist yeah. at, yep. at Sea Otter. And so um, the men's race, Eric, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm, oh, Eris Sophocles. And then second place was Stephen Mull. So uh, these are 
pretty solid guys, but people yeah. we don't know, you know, so, but yeah. still very, they ride bikes fast. Gravel racing is yeah. big. Yeah. It is. Uh, I don't Champ have any Bailey other races. Out. Champ Bailey out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, yeah, let's do a we, little uh, Patreon we did. You did say in the last podcast yeah. that we, we were going to do, gonna do it right. next week. Whatever we're going <laughs> to All right, so we got our little jar of peoples okay. here. Let's see. Uh, Let's see what we just pulled out. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Oh, one of our favorites, Mr. Chris Hitchcock. Chris Hitchcock, you <laughs> jack monkey. Get, <laughs> wins again. Get up here and pick out something yeah, special. It's from been a minute the, since we've what, seen Chris. What can you have a winner's bag now? Is it There's like a whole, whole bike? bucket of stuff, and, and not for nothing, I was... <laughs> Okay, so it's like uh, some caps. There's caps. There's, there's a multitude of different things over there. And I was here at the lab for over 12 hours on Saturday <laughs> because oh, wife was out of town and my kids were busy and nothing else was going on. And I couldn't ride bikes, so I came down here and just did all kinds of stuff. And there was a lot of things that were just kind of floating around. I'm like, oh, that would be a good thing to throw in the, the Patreon bucket. So there's yeah. a lot of like cool little new things in there for folks nice. to pick out. And we got a crap ton of pickle juice, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> Tickle juice. juice. Yeah, but anyway. All right, so Chris Hitchcock, you are our winner this week for the Patreon drawing. We do appreciate everybody who is a Patreon because that helps make the world go around with our little podcast. If you want to see this mm -hmm. thing continue to go on and help us offset the costs of running this thing, uh, you can become a Patreon yourself. You can go to dialpodcast.com and click on the link there to pick a Patreon that works best for you. Or if they want to see us go off, they could come and pay enough money I'm, so that we quit recording. That too. Yes. Money's really going to flow in. It's going to roll Absolutely. In. <laughs> I would take a sponsorship to leave right now. I would, awesome. I would sell out. <laughs> All right. Our uh, topic for this week is we're always bitching and moaning and complaining about stuff and things that need to be fixed and what's wrong with everything mm -hmm. let's flip the, the the tide on that one let's let's talk about the things that are right with cycling and triathlon i feel gypped that i didn't get to complain i'm really good at complaining so. yeah. <laughs> i can so, always throw a complaint out so each one of us have got a couple things or a thing or whatnot um i'm gonna start with lance like i do you're starting no start with okay these start guys. with me Starting with Lance, but Lance is throwing it across the table to Matt, yeah, yes. so we're going to go with start, yeah. start with Matt. It, bring it 20, on. 20 minutes of, of positivity. No, Here we go. There's a lot right with triathlon. I could go on for days, probably. For minutes. Hours. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start with companies like Y Racing. Yes. Oh, they yes. They are crushing it. They are always happy to see you. They are always nice to every participant. Yes. yes. You have a problem. You need your like money back. You want to just take money out of their wallet? They'll probably just give you money. I mean, they're You so want your tires pumped for you? We'll yeah. have a guy. We don't know about that. Well, we got a guy. We got a guy for that. Uh, we'll outsource that. Companies like that in triathlon just get it. They are like, hey, we're in the people person business. This is a welcoming environment, and we're going to fight hard to like have that situation at our races. I think that that's the way they see things. At least that's the way I've noticed long term i mean yeah this, they're under mm -hmm. a second owner now and it's if anything only getting better yeah and, and their and their previous owner was there fantastic. i actually had to talk with sherry yesterday she's yeah. doing great yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome to see that change in ownership was fully supported yep. and awesome and part of the community did, and it was great they clearly have not lost their like vibe of do anything for new athletes mm -hmm. like yep. make it fun it's just it's going to be oh, yeah. a good situation for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. uh, and so kind of piggybacking that and, you know, right with our discussion earlier in the podcast, it's very welcoming to new athletes, very welcoming to newbies. If you are mm -hmm. brand new, I just think you ask any other triathlete out there, they'll be like, 
yeah, this is how you rack your bike. Like, I think, and I could be wrong, I think most people are just nice yeah. at yeah. these triathlon races. Yeah. Triathlon has a lot of nice people in it. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah. yeah. They just yeah. do such a great job with everything, though. It's not just being nice to new athletes. I mean, they've right. got the, the, the venues that they pick are good. Yep. The, the a lot s- of triathlons are in beautiful locations. Yep. Yep. The yep. setup is yeah. good, too. I mean, they've got mm-hmm. nice equipment. They've got, mm-hmm. you know, music, and they've got a PA person on, yeah. on you know, that's that's calling out all the different people Food and celebrating. Out there. Yeah. 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 And, and you're celebrating the last finisher. Yeah. Like, whether oh, yeah. that's an Ironman race or why race or whatever it is i think that that is something that the sport does well yep now the uh, last thing that i have for positivity or i mean are we going around or how are we doing this or do you want me to you roll no you do you man go you're, you. okay. you're on a roll uh three sports is a really nice balanced approach to your general health and, and wellness let's mm-hmm. say you are finished with an achilles surgery and you probably can't go for a run well you got two other sports to choose from. That's a and, good and point. So I'm gonna probably try and get in the in the water this week, which I'm really excited about. Nice. Yeah, look at you. Yep. Nice. Yep. And it's I also can, good just for injury recovery too. When you think about it, yeah, it really is. I'll yep. probably do pull buoy and just do a thousand. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll slowly work my way up. Mm-hmm. And then you know, bike wise, I think I can do stationary bike, not a lot of watts. Just keep it under 100 watts or something like that, and just spin One it. legged drills. But I can't run probably for a while, maybe mm-hmm. six months or so. We'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I mean, it's just a good sport in that. Hey, if you know, if your bike is in parts or whatever, go for a run. If your you know pool is closed, like go for a bike ride. Like there's just so many nice little things about having all of these kind of. Ba- I mean, backup sports is a kind of a weird way to think of it, but mm-hmm. you know that's a. Another thing that's a positive about our sport, road cycling. Well, I shouldn't say road cycling. I should just say cycling. Maybe not quite as friendly to noobs and last place finishers, but with cycling, I feel like you get to see so much more of the world, right? Like I always thought running was good. I would go to a new city. I would go for a run and I would like know the roads and things like that. Cycling is like that times 10. Okay. It's just so nice to just yes. like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. It's over there. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I bike past this spot, and I just know it really well because this is where we bike and yeah. whatever it is. Or, or new towns, and you get to see stuff that just no one gets to see. Yes. Like yeah. No one. Yeah. Uh, also, and, and this is my guilty pleasure. I mean, this is probably something I shouldn't even admit to, but like cycling, there's, there's so much like gear and tech and stuff like that. I love that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I make videos about it. It can be a little bit of a negative, but I just, I mean, I have so much fun with it, whether it's like bike computers or bike power meters, all the tech, like there's just so much cool stuff in the sport. I really do enjoy it. It lets you geek out and it's it's fun when you, you don't need any of this stuff. You just, you need a basic bike. That's all you need. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. But if you want to, It's a double-edged sword, right? Where it's like, yes, it's so much fun to geek out on this stuff. I love learning about it. I love like reading about like, there's these new hubs that basically could eliminate front derailers. And I'm like, Oh, I want to read about this or the hubs that inflate your tires. Like I want to see that stuff. And I mean, I don't need that, but But it's just like so cool to learn about. And you don't have that in as many other sports. Like I don't see that in running. I mean, they did carbon shoes, but they don't really have the same level of tech. When that stuff comes out, it gets you geeked out on it. It makes Mm -hmm. you want to go ride your bike even more. Yeah. So when you get a new computer, if you get a new power meter, if you get a Garmin mm-hmm. Varia radar, if you, you get tubeless tires, yeah. or yep. you get a new lightweight frame, or you get a gravel bike, all these things make you excited about going out and riding. If you just had the same bike that you had, you had purchased Forever. 15 years ago and it was broken down and just you know, squeaking and 
yep. popping all over the place. I mean, you're not going to be as excited about writing, you yeah. know, but you know, we have to have things that we can, you know, be excited about. And we, you know, this is a hobby. This is, and that's one of the fun things about working here and doing this is when people come in, they're generally excited and happy Absolutely. to see you because yep. that's the thing that they work for that they're, they're putting their pension yeah. where their passion is and they're going to ride their bike because yep. that's something that they love and they want to get into the sport and they want to do it for a long time. They want to go race. They want to go do adventure rides and all these different things. And you get to get excited with them. And when you start to show them some of these other little cool accessory things, yeah. they get even more excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And for me and for the, for customers, so that was yeah. the polar opposite of my working career. Nobody was happy to see yeah, a dentist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Dentist. No, nobody comes Seriously. in. Seriously, got to wear on you a little bit. Yeah, look, I'm yeah. going to the dentist. Yeah, going to the dentist today. Lance empties their wallet. You know in what? His bank account. When someone has like a when someone has a toothache all weekend. Oh yeah, and they come and see you on Monday morning, bright and early. They're probably they so are, happy yeah, to see you. They're pretty happy. They're probably yeah. like, I love you. Do I will <laughs> do whatever. Do whatever to me you want. Take my money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good stuff, Matt. That's good. There's cool. a couple things. Very good. Throwing out there. Mm -hmm. How about you, Evan? I think there's a lot. So I'll, I'll kind of go off of Matt here and, and segue into what I think is really important from endurance sports. We'll, we'll include like running, cycling, and triathlon underneath one umbrella and swimming in here. Is, I mean, it's, it's no mystery that in this country, I, we can only speak about America because I only know it's about America. We are in a absolute epidemic of unhealthiness right now like an absolute like 10 out of 10 fire alarm we are an incredibly unhealthy nation right now the pandemic did us no favors nope and i think what is really good about triathlon specifically and i just noticed this at that duathlon was there is i think the pandemic showed us that the uh, you you can work out at home yeah yeah no that's great nobody did Nobody did. Like very, they did for I a few mean, minutes, and then their pelotons wait, turned into like a per, closet coat hanger. exploded during per, the pandemic. Oh, yeah, they're doing great is, right now, aren't they? Dead. So, uh, yeah, yeah, like everybody tried it for a little bit and then realized like, uh, wow, I don't want to work out by myself unless you're one of these psychos at this table right here. What What are we, the 0.1% of idiots in the country that are like, no, yeah, I'm fine with locking myself in a garage, and I can just like spin on a trainer by myself all day. Yeah. 99.9% .9 of the country will not do that, and that's probably good. Probably normal. What was awesome to watch at that duathlon was people coming there. And this is not me calling anybody out of shape there, but people who clearly are new to the sport probably are, are in a point in their life where I'm the, where they're like, I'm, I'm a little unhealthy right now and I need to do something to change yeah. that and doing that in a social environment. Cause we are human beings and like social environments is the best way to go about that. And the cool part about a group like Y is you've got a lot of people that have experience in these sports and they were just like Matt said, 100% welcoming. Yeah. I mean, like, because that can be a wildly scary thing to do. That'd be like the equivalent of somebody who is, you know, like really, really bad at something going into something that you have never done before. And you're like, I'm going to feel so judged in this environment, no matter what that is, whether it'd be like me going to Matt's coding computer seminar. Yeah. And then being what are my seminars and then, and me, and me being like, literally, I don't know how to like turn on whatever said computer you yeah. have right now. Like yeah. that is the, the equivalent for me. And to go in that environment and would have somebody there like Matt who would be like, no, man, that's fine. Like, let's just go and do this together. Like, you're yeah. going to be okay. That's that's what why is to these people. And it's so, so cool to watch in person and live because you can see, you know, there's, there's as we, we, we talk about the at-home workout craze, the problem with that was is you can't in real world situations mm -hmm. see your improvement for every single person. Right. And there's some people I'm thinking of off the top of my head where it's like, it was almost, it was so, so awesome to see them have a good day where they like 
went out there and were said, like, I did better than I did two years ago right. in this similar or before the pandemic, before this. Like, I had a rough pandemic, came out here, and I worked hard over the summer because I put point at this event, and I wanted to do better at that. And it was just them wanting to do better for themselves. And that think, was it. I think you'll see more of that, like, when you get almost towards the end of the season where it's like Columbia yeah. River. Because, oh, yeah. Because now this is very, very early on, and it's like, we're going to have decent weather, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, people are going to start to work towards something. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where the competition that breeds in sports like triathlon, running, swimming, cycling, it's cycling. Road racing is a little different because it's, you know, cycling road races is almost like I stayed with the Peloton. You're not looking at like where you, where the heck you finish yeah. in the field. It's like I stayed with the Peloton for that whole race, True. which is awesome. But for the very, very beginners of like, I'm just getting on my bicycle. Now, the great thing about triathlon is you can compare yourself to just you that mm-hmm. day, just you. And that's, I think, the, the the coolest part of the sport is it breeds that competition with yourself, and that at the end of the day is what drives us towards health. I think that, running that is competition. like that. I always thought running is definitely like that. Too, like that. Yeah. Like you can. That's the core of running. Yeah. yeah, you're comparing your times to you. To you, yeah. Yep. Like like no, like very few people go out there like, where do you want to, you know, what what do you want to do today? Very rarely does somebody with actually. Think, yeah, you're like no, yeah, no, nobody's ever like, I want to win the race. It's like five guys that say that before yeah, the race. The other twelve hundred people are like, I want to beat whatever I did last year. So sub yeah. three hours, whatever sub their time. Hours. They have some sort of time marker, in their mind. Some marker. Yep. Which I think is great. That's where I think it's that it's, it's numbers can be good sometimes. I think in that sense, if it's yep. something that's pushing you towards being faster, we know that generally, on the general, getting faster and getting stronger at a sport means you're getting healthier. And that's, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think that that's, that's what's cool about these events and these yep. sports. Like it. Yep. Cool. There we go. That's me and Matt's <laughs> Now the pressure gear. is on. Now the cyclists tell us. Now what, the pressure some is boring on. Possibly like, I like, I like wide gear ranges and... Watts. <laughs> watts. I like all the watts. watts. Every watt, every single one of those watts I like. Every watt matters. <laughs> you know, thinking about this question, the first thing that came to my mind is really what's good about cycling. And I'm thinking about myself right now. Um, Strava. Strava <laughs> is good. I, I love having Strava. I love you love having those it. KOMs. Yeah. I, I love How many KOMs do you think you have? Thousands. Do you really? No. <laughs> how, many, how many do you think you really had? You have over 100. Yeah. I, 120. I I 100. No, you've got a couple hundred. I probably have a couple hundred. A couple yeah. hundred? Yeah. Jesus. I, how many I have did like you, 15 pages. How many did you create, though? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, out of those, yeah. I've maybe created 25 oh, of those. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I've created some segments. Don't go some, stealing any of my segments now. <laughs> some of them are on roads <laughs> I could never find. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like some incredibly fast guy either. No, you're just, just smart with it. Just That's it. You know your strengths smart. and you know which ones are yes, for the day. You have fun so. with it. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, uh, when I went and we rode some gravel roads um, before the race. And there were a couple descents that I just, the road was just nice and it was smooth yeah. and buff. And I just ripped them. I had no idea what the segments were. I ended up getting a couple KOMs. Prince on these KOMs. downhill nice. gravel gotta descents. be careful man the downhill koms freak me out and i know you love descending I hard and yes i don't want i yeah. do not want you to get hurt well i don't want to get hurt either well it's just it i wasn't expecting that and then i'm like i get fun. done i'm like oh i guess we were going faster than i thought but also because only like <laughs> how many miles an hour did you look 50, uh, miles, think, 50 to 60 no not on gravel oh, God, oh it was yeah. gravel it was yeah. gravel hey, I, I figured maybe it was like a it was like 33 road was miles yeah. an hour or something like okay. that that's by average a section and it was it was it wasn't straight there were turns yeah. but not like sharp turns so you could there was nobody out there there was no traffic in the 
I forgot to ask, this off topic real quick here. How did Sir Ian do in the race? He did great. Yeah? He did really well. Um, did he hang with you, or did you hang with oh him? Oh, no. Or? He beat me by 20 minutes. He beat me by like wow. 20 minutes. Yeah. He had a faster time than the year before. Good job, him, Ian. But um, but he beat me by like 20 minutes. He did great. It was kind of funny. Um, we had we had some trouble with his like rear hub the oh, night no. before. We like we had to take apart his rear hub and his cassette and oh. like... And like oh, no. grease it and redo some things and put it all back together. We were the paws slipping or something, or it just it was catching. Oh, gotcha. The, the rear hub was, was catching. It, it wasn't from, spinning nicely. Oh, yeah. So was it needed to be. Re, it just needed to be serviced. So the grease in there serviced. was getting a little too thick, yeah, and the hub okay. was. Gonna, gonna take it apart, clean suck, yeah. it, and then and regrease it and put it back together. Gotcha. He he was like dropping his chain if he yep. like if he like went back pedaled. Yeah. Oh, because it was catching on the. And we figured that out. We only figured that out like. 20 miles into our ride wow. on the night before. And That's like, good. You got it. It. Then yeah. we spent a couple hours messing with it because cool. as we were doing. We didn't anyway. talk about Josh's race either. Oh, yeah. Josh, Josh Monda. Monda. Yeah. Crushed Iron Man it. Texas. Iron Man Texas. I should have been my backpack. I don't know why. Yeah, I was che- literally nine, checking the traffic for nine hours nine and hours 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's good. You yeah. want to give the one-minute synopsis of his yeah. race real quick? Yeah, well, one-minute synopsis. Um, the Hot Texas day. swim is always tough because it's a non-wetsuit swim. Uh, so... He hopped in and actually swam pretty close to where we thought he was going to be, like between an hour, an hour and four minutes with non-wetsuit right in there. Uh, Had a really, really quick transition, actually. And then hopped on the bike and did super well through the bike. He paced himself well. Um, Texas is super humid this time of year. Mm. I don't understand how people can go from here to anywhere hot because you're like... This is the well, worst time to do something like yeah, that. We have zero tough. heat acclimation, and it's just like zero. automatically going to be yeah. humid somewhere. It's like you're just oh. going to sweat yeah. more automatically. You're just going to you're not going to have a good race. No like, yeah. I, I mean, people do have good races. It's just I'm not one of those. Yeah. Oh wait, let me guess. He had cramping issues. He did. Yeah. Oh, imagine now, that. He went to a human faster is, amateur bike splits, right? Yeah, yeah. And I then, think he had a, he had like a top seven or eight bike split. Had like a really really good bike split, and really did not over bike either. He biked smart, and it, it was you know I mean he goes out the first ten miles. He's like dead on pace for what he needs to do. He's moving through the field. He's going to be within the top five, and then just you know he hit mile. I think he said like mile between 13 and 19, he started to slow down. Then the cramps just like hit hard. This is hard to keep. Yeah. Hard and to this keep is, bay you know, I mean, it's point. just, it's Ironman racing is, is, and, and Josh knows better than anybody and talks about this a lot is yeah. there's, it is, you'll, you'll hit that one day where it happens and that's great, but it's not like 73 in Olympic racing where if you put in the right training, it's going to usually go right. Like 73 racing, you can have a pretty good idea that like, yeah, the late, like I'm within a minute or two of this time on a good day, I'll be here. And Ironman, you could be 30 minutes slower than what your fitness says you are because something happened during that race. So brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal, brutal, brutal racing. But yeah, Um, he's, you know, on on to the next one for him. He's once again under 10 hours, even in a day where he's having to like walk runs. So he's showing that he's... And made the podium in his age group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, made made the podium in his age group. He's, and Josh, Josh knows his his goals are always like, right now when he goes into an amateur race, his goal is top three overall. That's that's where his fitness is and where he's capable of finishing in these races. So he's, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of... Lot of lot of hope for this season. He's going to have a great season. But um, yeah, the men's pro race also ended crazy. There was literally a sprint finish at the end of an Ironman. That's right. Ben Ben Hoffman out sprinted Mag- Magnus Ditlev, which is <laughs> well, literally the last like fifty meters that. of the race. They sprinted each other. It's like how do you sprint yeah. after that an Ironman? 
came to mind. Did you finish your thankful of whatever what you like about cycling? Um, Strava. I, said Strava. I, I just, have I have another Strava. thing, but we can move no, on. No, just what is it real quick? Go. No, my other thing is the other great thing about cycling right now is it's very easy to watch races. That is fantastic. Yeah, so yes, all these yeah. European races, you can way you can find them way out. easier than can, it used. to Can be. I complain about flow flow? So there's flow there's flow sports, flow sports. GCN. there's GCM plus yep. peacock. there's there's peacock, peacock there yep. is there's Red Bull TV those are the four places I usually find yeah. my peacock races and GCM on. plus are do you have easy. like all, like subscriptions to all of them Red because Bull Red Bull TV is free okay and they oh, they have mountain bike races on there yeah, they have, great yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm that's so, why I watch I'm my so mountain mad bike at flow bikes because I I picked up a subscription because I wanted to watch the thing and then they like. You know, they advertised that they had it. You go on there. The other website said, yeah, this is the place to watch it in the U.S. You go on there. No. Geographically blocked out. I was like, what? And I was furious. So it's she's like a VPN or something like that to yes, say that she lives in. But it's yeah. because it's because NBC was was yeah. showing it. So if you Milan have... Milan San Remo or something. Yeah, yeah Milan San Remo and Liege Bastogne Liege and La Flesh Below. So I needed Peacock. They were all They were all on NBC. So either Peacock or... Peacock's a swinging deal, though. I mean, Peacock's you get all this, and you get yeah. all the all the things that NBC puts I out. Track but and field racing on Peacock too. Five or six bucks a month, yeah. and I remember well, when we were buying yeah. the the package for watching tour through NBC Gold to watch the yep. Tour de France. It was like fifty or sixty bucks, yeah, just to watch that. But for five or six bucks a month, you get all things NBC, all things Peacock, yep. which includes all the bike racing and the Tour de France. So yeah, so I sent Flow Bikes a you know a message like, Excellent. hey, I'm really disappointed. Like this is also a request for a refund. Haven't heard anything. That's like oh, two wow. weeks ago. No response. I'm sorry. We this lost is, your refund this, request email. This is not the complaint show, Matt. This is what's oh, right. Oh, with times. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> sorry. I thought for sure this is what's, the complaints department. So so what's right with, with Flow Bikes? That went bikes. to my email. It went right to my junk, my spam folder. That's what happened. What's right with Flow Bikes is they seem uh, to be a great business model where they don't provide anything of value, nothing. but they, they take money well. They did a great so, job. That's good. Good, good business model. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, their payment app works great. Yeah. <laughs> so the other great thing is if you don't have any of those apps, if you wait like two or three hours post-race, you're going to find something on YouTube yes. that yep. shows a highlight yes. package. Yep, which is great. So there used, to be, there used to be a Rouge. website. Yeah. There used to be a website called Steep Hill TV. Yep. Steep Hill. Yeah, yes. But I think they're shutting it down. I don't know. Yeah, but Steep Hill used to be where I watched it everything. So, it was so Steep good. Steep Hill was great. <laughs> it was so good. It was like, here's everything. I'm sure it was entirely pirated, but God, whoever well, started that website was great. It was stuff that got thrown on YouTube, you know, and it was good. Okay, yeah. It was good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. What else is right with cycling? Ah, what's right with cycling? Prices are fantastic. The supply chain is beautiful and road racing is incredible. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Road <laughs> racing is plentiful. <laughs> um, I, I love seeing all of the innovation that's happening right now. There just seems like there's so nice. many cool yeah. things coming out and, you know, just little dumb things. We've talked about this before, like the hammerhead, being able to ride. Yeah. And it, it tells you, like, there's a climb coming up. And this mm -hmm. is how long it is. This is the gradient, and this is where you're at. It's all color coded, and it's just because I'm riding my bike and I press start on the computer. Like it knows everything about this this yep. route. That is fantastic. That is some killer innovation. That's right cool. There. I love seeing it that is. stuff. They're doing good you stuff. Know. And they just did a they just released a heat map feature. Yeah. Like right after I posted my review, they they threw out a nice <laughs> new feature, and it's a heat map of like where people cycle in your yeah. area, and yeah. you can just have the map going, and you can just go out for a bike ride, and you'd be like, so oh, that street right over here. Yeah, oh, really? Maps, As you're riding, As you you're can riding. see like a street is like a different color it's or it's red. It's red, and it's just like what you would think. Like big, bright red means lots of cyclists. Lots of people. A little bit more, less red means less cyclists yeah. or whatever. And so you can like be like, oh, one street over is better. Yeah. And just hop over there. 
So I'll, I'll let you guys borrow the computer. You guys just I've take got a for dozen a of them coming in. This should be here anytime now. Kind of, kind of stoked about that. And we've got a demo unit too. But if, if you, okay. yeah, if, I have one that's up for maybe both of biking. them. Yeah, I'm not biking anytime soon. So yeah, maybe I, Lance can well, use one. I can and use I the other. So. Test, I need you to test a computer. A I can do that for me. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so what I like though is they're doing all that stuff and they're just they're dis- they're crushing it. They're disrupting everything, and that's an, in a good way because mm-hmm. Garmin and Wahoo and everybody else is like, ah, oh, crap. We gotta we got some stuff gotta to catch do. up. Gotta gotta work. So gotta I like that. And this is going to be unpopular with a lot of people. I love how many e-bikes I'm seeing out on the roads. Yeah, 100% I've, agree. I see yeah. them all of this. I saw a bunch of them yesterday, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. And people like the purists, oh, I'm e-bikes. That's just a motorcycle. No. Are people they- are getting outside. They're getting exercise. They're using them to commute. They're getting off the road. Or that's just more people. They're connected with more motorists out there who can say, hey, I'm riding my bike. I've got an e-bike. And now maybe their uncle... Leroy, who likes rolling coal on people, is like, oh, Jeffrey, you're riding bikes. Well, I got to start being nice to cyclists. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that happens. Maybe. I don't know. So, or maybe Leroy just starts rolling coal on Jimbo, who just yes. got his e-bike, which is yes. probably what happens. But, yeah, but, but, yes, but at I least completely agree. Jimbo can go kick him I've, in the groin. I've so. completely changed my, my tune on e-bikes. I think I think they're great. Yeah. 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 I'm all, all now, in on e-bikes. People that I don't still, like them, I still think the they're people gr- that just are jealous. That's right. They want them. I think I them. think they're great unless you are they're going sensitive. out and KOM hunting on an e-bike and, yeah. and <laughs> you are the scum of the earth if you are It's a simple flag there but it's a simple flag. on purpose. But if you're doing yeah. it on accident, no, please keep on going. Not That's for fine. nothing. All of us at this table have been on a regular, we'll say road bike, out riding yeah. and you come in contact with an e-bike person yep. and it's like 100% game on. Let's go, yes. buddy. Oh, yeah. We're going to oh, throw yeah. it down. That's great. I it's love great. actually, I mean I I rode up on some or rode up with some guy and we were climbing some hills and I was like, this is so nice. And I didn't, I didn't want to say like, we would never be able to ride together right. if it wasn't for, <laughs> but like that's, 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 like, that's the truth. That's yeah. the truth. Like we well, wouldn't be it. able to like go climb hills together. Yeah. I mean, this guy was a big, he was a big guy and he had like stuff with him on his bike. And I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm yeah. like, yeah. let's ride together for a couple miles. Yeah. He's like, no problem. And they're still yeah. getting a workout too. They're elevating oh, their heart rate. They're exactly. engaging muscle groups that's, and they're doing stuff the that they wouldn't yeah. be doing. And they're not sitting on a couch watching TV. And they're not doing beer. any indoors on a Peloton. Yeah. As long as they're outside. I think that Peloton should just sell. And then what they should do is everybody who had a Peloton should get an e-bike then. Yeah. So then you're I like, hey, you get to enjoy that. whatever the heck you just did in your basement by yourself. Now outside. outside. There you go. <laughs> just put out 100 watts think, for an hour and you can go 20 miles an hour. I think anyone that doesn't like e-bikes should just always like get a shirt or something that just says like, Cars are the enemy, not other cyclists. Yeah, <laughs> right. Something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, cars exactly. are the problem. You know what? Yeah. A lot of these people that do hate e-bikes don't hate them once you let them get a leg over one and go for a bicycle <laughs> right. ride. Oh, yeah, they're, they, great. they're a blast. They'll start giggling. No, no joke. Fun. They'll start giggling as soon as they they're get on the bike. Fun. Lance and I did the same thing. Like, yes. we weren't like anti-e-bike enemies at all, but I had no, no real desire. And then we had some come in, we got legs over, and we just started laughing. I'm like, this is too much fun. This is yeah. a good time. So it's a blast. That's yep. Awesome. Yeah. So there's that. And then the last one that I have is I really love what's going on with the new generation of cyclists out there right now. There's just so many people that are so uber talented that are transcending all of the different sports. And it just feels like, it feels like there's like a, a whole like changing of the guard. Like I mean, Wild Van Art type. Yes. You know, that. Mm-hmm. No, Remco is who is Remco Evanpole, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's... No, he, you're you're talking about actually like a guy like Roglic because that's somebody Roglic. who came from an elite other sport and now that's is too. like tearing the sport yeah. up. I yeah. think that Mike this, Woods come from running. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. summer it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah some, there's just a lot of big names I out there. Figure yeah. out where to watch streaming stuff, but I'll give you my yeah. my password. So mad. <laughs> the site the cycling world should be a little scared because if if the triathlon world is not able to make a marketable profitable 
you know, model here in the next couple of years. You're going to start getting some of these Norwegians who are triathletes coming into pro cycling, and it's going to be scary because oh, these guys have massive engines coming from yeah. some of these countries. Well, these guys are. Do you imagine making- like a Christian at the age of 18 was like, I think I'm going to do pro cycling? Christian Blumenfeld. I wonder. The guy's a VO2 in the 90s. He's he's weird. He's insane. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> He fit right in with cycling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He fit in with a lot of the cyclists. He'd be great on UAE. <laughs> UAE's team. Awesome. Cool. Um, I think that's about it for that topic. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Let's jump into one last thing real quick because I know the boys got to get out of here. Who yep. wants to go first? Matt I can Graham. always go. go I Matt. posted the video about the shirt last week. This week's video is supposed to be the air, air relax recovery boots. And then I think next week is like a new bike computer. I have some watch reviews to do as well that are just behind schedule because I'm somehow, you know, falling, finding more work to do than I should. And Stupid I should job. Yeah, the job's getting in the way of making videos. I posted a video about a beer. I wasn't joking at the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have to watch. You'll have to watch that. It's just like a little 15 second clip. I'm excited. And that's it. Nice. nice. And Bryce. I'm going mountain biking this weekend. Are you? Pray for me. Yeah. Where are you going? Pray for Everybody me. Everybody pray for me. <laughs> go, yeah, go Round Lake. And go. Uh, we're, we're actually going to do Silver Star and okay. Jackson's Pass, I think. Who are you going Silver with? Silver Star and Jackson's Pass. David Goodman. We are okay. getting ready for our Telluride yeah. Suffer There's a lot of snow fest. up there right yeah. now. Uh, yeah, I know. There's Well, I, actually, last time I did Jackson's Pass, there was... We did it during the fall before the wind, and there was snow up there already. Just Terry the Hammers was up there yesterday. Terry was up there yesterday. It actually there made it. Snow. I liked the snow more than the gravel, to be completely honest. I, I really did because because it was like one got to cool off at the top of the climb, and also it was like less shifty to me on the mountain oh, bike. On, the, on a gravel bike, I would have hated it, but on a mountain bike, I was like, "This is great." So. <laughs> <laughs> Just the two of you going up there. Yeah, I think Dustin might come with us a little okay. bit. We'll see. Be careful. Hey, has he been on the bike? I haven't seen him. Yeah, Dustin, I I've th- been. Dustin got back on to a little training program, I think, this last week or two. So, for him. yeah, okay. yeah he's trying like to get back into it. A week from now, he'll be exploding with <laughs> yeah, fitness. Yeah. 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 30 watts. Yeah. 30 second watts. 400 watts again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Epler, one last thing. Um, I don't have a whole lot coming up. I'm headed to Seattle for my future daughter-in-law's uh, capstone project to watch her present that. So I'm headed up there this weekend. Um, there are a couple gravel races this weekend out of the Oregon coast. Yep. Put on by Mike Ripley's events. Um those are great events. I've done them in the past, but I will not be able to make them this time. Uh-huh. Um, but that it's all good. Cool. My one last thing is our YouTube videos will be coming back. We haven't put out a nice. video in six months. Six months. Get on it. And we still have all these people that keep subscribing. I don't know why. We don't put anything out. <laughs> I think we're like it's 21 love. or 2200 subscribers, and we haven't put out that many videos. And it just kind it's of makes me scratch my head like, why the exodus from trying? Matt's channel. They're yeah. like, we're tired of Matt's videos. We want, but, we want a channel that doesn't put out videos now. <laughs> definitely tired of my stuff. Been working hard to get the things down here at the lab organized and create the time so that I can dedicate days to doing it. And now I've I've, I've done it. I'm, I'm there. Nice. So I was going to try and do it last week, but being sick kind of threw a wrench in things. Made up for it by coming in and working 20 hours this past weekend while uh, everybody was out of town in my family. And uh, yeah, we're going to get back to putting nice. out some videos and going to nice. have a nice little pacing pattern to that. So... Fingers crossed that that works out well. Cool. All right. That's it, boys. That's a wrap. Nice. Podcast 217 in the books. I think it's 217, right? Yeah, 217. Cool. We do appreciate everybody listening. We will be back next week with another one. Until then, bye for now.